Hey friends, and welcome back to The Sandwich, hosted by me, Amanda Muse. Today's episode, I'm going to be talking to you all about big transitions, changes, the reality, the hardship, and just, you know, how do you overcome some of these crazy moments in your life where you feel like, I can't do it, I'm terrified, this is too much to handle, and yet somehow you make it through the other side. I also have a special guest, Esme will be making an appearance partway through to share her side of things. And it's a very real conversation between myself and my seven-year-old, who my goodness is aged, you know, she's like, her, her age is well beyond her years, you know, she's just very emotionally aware. And we talk about changes from her perspective, and it's really interesting to hear her share her story. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Be sure to check out my patreon.com forward slash Amanda Muse for exclusive content. We're talking two bonus podcast episodes every month with Dean and I covering a range of topics, relationships, parenting, DIYs, whatever we feel like talking about. A video from Dean with him sharing some form of a DIY, whether it's a recipe or something around the house or a tip, along with exclusive behind the scenes details. Check it out, patreon.com forward slash Amanda Muse. Links in show notes. Okay. Changes, transitions, moving. If I'm not mistaken, moving is like one of the top three most stressful things in life. I'm going to quickly Google that to see if I'm actually just talking shit or if that's real. Top three life stressful events. I was right. Number one, death of a loved one, naturally. Number two, divorce. Number three, moving. The remaining two, by the way, are major illness or injury and job loss. So essentially, your state of stability and security is all wrapped into those top five things. And moving can be really overwhelming. So to be fair, though, it was like moving. And it wasn't a major illness or injury. But you know, my baby had to have his adenoids and tonsils removed. And I was extremely stressed by that. Like, very, very stressed. I don't know what it is about my children but there was something about Jack like I don't know it was my baby and you know when he had to get his um his shots you know when they get all their vaccinations when they're like brand new um I was so stressed out about that like I don't know if it was all that talk about this was at a time where they believed now this may be still controversial to say I don't know but where they believed that vaccinations caused things like autism well We've, I think if I'm not mistaken, we've learned that's mercury that potentially can cut. Mercury is very dangerous to have in your body. I don't know why all these like random facts are popping into my head, but like, I think if you actually tested um, serial killers, they have a higher level of mercury in their body or something like that. So mercury does bad things to your brain. Um, even actually, I think I'm totally right about that. Mercury can cause, yeah, it does bad things to your brain. If I'm not mistaken, that's why they called the mad hatter mad because people who made hats used a lot of mercury or something. I am dropping random shit, random facts. None of this may be true. I wish there was someone to fact check at the end of this episode, but there isn't. So Google at your own, at your own risk. Um, but I was super stressed out about Jack getting his 
his vaccinations. And I remember feeling like this very heavy sense of responsibility and like, oh my God, if he gets autism, it will be my fault. That is the dumbest thing a person can think. Things happen and it's some sometimes and oftentimes is out of our control, you know, and I think it obviously comes down to like a sense of control. So I was very stressed out about that. So when Jack had to have this surgery, again, I felt so responsible for it because it was like a decision that we as parents made to say yes or no for this surgery. Now, in hindsight, it was the best thing we ever did. He sleeps like a baby, sleeps like a baby. Why do we say that? Babies don't freaking sleep. He sleeps like a 15 year old (laughs) and he's quiet. I'm always like looking at him because his snoring is significantly less. Um, I have heard mixed, um, I was gonna say mixed reviews, but mixed feedback on that, whether or not the tonsils and adenoids removal actually helps with snoring. Like some parents have found the snoring just comes back. We'll see. But for now, he's like a different kid. He's back to his normal chipper chipper self. He's like even funnier than he was before. I don't know how that's possible. He is really blossoming. And I think a lot of that coming back to today's topic has to do with this move. And so let's talk about that for a moment. Let's, let's get into some of the really amazing things I've seen so far. Um, the children having their own rooms has been life-changing. I shared a room with my sibling for a while when I was young um, because our sister was born and like the baby needed her room and we needed our own room. And there is something so beautiful about having privacy and having your own space. It was fun to have a sibling in your room. It was like a little bit chaotic, you know, bedtimes were nuts. We were always like, I don't know, two years apart, like my kids, actually almost identical to the age gap between my kids is the same as myself and my brother. And it was just like, I'm sure he feels the same. It was like always dramatic, fighting. We fought every five seconds. You know, it was like, it was nuts. So seeing Esme um, have her own space to be able to like close a door and hang out in her room if she needs some quiet time, Or when she has a friend over, they can just play in her room and she's allowed to tell her brother, like, I don't want you to play with us right now. Like, I'm in my room. Can you go in your room? Trust me, it's never that delicate. Um, But, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing to have your own space. And I just sense from her, like, this independence from us. And I think that's very, very important. She's also been sleeping in her own bed every single night. I knew that this was coming. I knew she was long overdue, but you know, you have a habit where you don't love your room in our older house. And she just was always like snuggling in with mom. She just never quite felt like comfortable in that room. The closet didn't have a door, even though it was a very small closet. And she always was a little nervous. I mean, who wasn't spooked out by a freaky looking closet in the dark, you know? So she just never felt super comfortable. She never felt like it was her own. She picked out her own bedspread her own bed she's got and it's a bigger bed it's a double bed you know both kids have more space now so we could afford to get bigger beds and yeah there's just it's a whole different world and all these things I think that we take for granted when we have our own space it's very interesting to see very clearly how it affects a child and how that development is just like so incredible for her so That's been amazing. And similarly for Jack, he now goes to bed in his own bed. Okay, he still wakes up at 3 a.m. and crawls in with me, but that's like huge, you know, as maybe she will point out that he only sleeps six hours in his bed. But you know what? That is way more than he ever did before. So I'm going to take it. 
Um, and honestly, it's been lovely for me to have my time at the end of the day, you know, whether Dean's home or if he's away, you know, I got myself a little Himalayan salt lamp. Actually, I got one for all the bedrooms, but it leaves this beautiful glow and I crawl into bed and I, you know, I unwind and I haven't taken up reading yet, although it's on my list, um, partially because we've actually taken up Harry Potter as a family. And so I've been wanting to start a book with the kids for a while. And so to create this really comfortable evening routine, I've started reading. So I'm reading to them. And so I feel like I've kind of read, you know, but anyway, it's so lovely to have this evening routine and I know it'll only get better and better once we come out of summer and get really into that, like back to school routine. So we are certainly living our best lives right now with a later bedtime. It's a little bit more casual. Um, so truly, I'm falling into bed every night, like passing right out because I'm so freaking tired. I don't know why I'm so tired. It's weird. I'm like, am I doing a lot? I'm not sure. I don't feel like, well, I do feel like I'm doing a lot, but I don't know. I'm socializing a lot more. That's been awesome. So there's another perk of moving. We have made some really cool friendships with new neighbors. And I get a lot of questions like, how do you make friends? This is hard. And you know what? It is hard. Um, but you just have to put yourself out there. So if I'm not feeling my best or I'm feeling a little, I don't want to say insecure, but like sometimes we can feel like we don't know what we're offering to others. Oh my God, don't think that. That is the dumbest thought ever. You know, it's like, put yourself out there. You, everybody has something unique and special about them. It could be from the smallest thing. You're an amazing pastry maker to, you know, you're an active listener. P.S. That's an amazing skill that a lot of people don't have. So whatever it is, you are bringing something unique to that person's life and just honor that and like allow yourself to feel confident enough to make new friends and then follow up. Like, I met a woman yesterday we've we've met before and our kids are the same age and it turned out they just spent a week together at camp and I haven't seen these people in like a long time maybe like two years and I was like hey we should exchange numbers and have our kids play and she's like yeah so today I will send her a text and be like great meeting you let's set something up and just like set it up another thing I have a group of women who I'm really friendly with here and uh, they're not in social media. They're just like normal people living their lives, parenting, going on vacations, loving people, you know, all the good things that humans do. And um, I haven't seen them in a really long time. Like it dawned on me that it's July and I haven't seen anybody since like before Christmas or something. And that's insane and shameful. And I really value those women and I love being around them and I love hanging around them. And then I was thinking to myself, well, maybe it doesn't show because I haven't made an effort to hang out with them. And then I started, and then there's always that moment that creeps in that you're like, well, maybe I did something to offend people. And like, maybe they don't actually want me around. And it is so easy to get into that thought pattern of I've done something to them and obviously they don't like me anymore. And it's, I mean, it is real easy to fall into that. And then I just kind of shook myself out of it. And I was like, why are you thinking these things? Like, why, why are you, thinking so negatively of yourself. I know I didn't do anything wrong, so it couldn't be anything. The only thing I can think is that I just haven't seen them and they haven't seen me. And so friendships require, you know, time, like plants require sun and water. You got to keep feeding that 
friendship. And so I was like, that's it. I got to put the time in. So I set something up and we're going out on Wednesday, a bunch of us. And then I set up another thing in September where a few of us will be going to a concert together. So you just have to like put the time in and like push those negative thoughts to the wayside. And that's the same thing with new friends. You got to put the time in. You have to send the text. You have to invite them over for coffee or for a beer or whatever. And you just talk. And that, you know, that constant investment in those people will allow you to form a friendship and the time you're able to put in will obviously be very dependent on where you are in your life so you gotta give yourself some grace but I can guarantee that like you know like anything you have a couple of encounters with people you kind of decide is this something that you want to pursue you know is this a friendship you really want to invest in and if it is you do it you make the time you make it work you know I have a husband who does for his work spend a lot of time with people he feels like he's kind of hit his quota like he's good with the socializing where I do not feel that way because I work from home and as much as I'm like engaging with people I'm not in real time doing that very often. So I had coffee with a friend yesterday and that was so nice and it filled my cup and I was just like, yes, I love this. You know, I need to make more time for this. Before the end of that coffee date, we made plans for another encounter. Um, I've got some friends coming over tomorrow with their kids. And it was like, I started realizing that Dean is traveling so much and I'm not seeing anybody because I'm trying to book gatherings where we're kid free. And that is really hard for me right now. And I was like, screw that, we're doing kid encounters like we're having play dates for the kids and for the grown-ups in the day feed them lunch run wild in my backyard but like let's have time to chat and so I was like that's what I'm gonna do and guess what it worked I also have this weird thing where I'm always hesitant to get together with people on the weekends because I feel like I'm encroaching on family time but that theory kind of bit me in the ass because it was like okay so I'm encroaching on family time but then I'm not bothering people and I'm, I'm speaking about people by the way who have like Monday to Friday jobs because mine isn't that way so it's different and I was like well then I, I don't see people on the weekends who have that life because they're busy with their families and then I also don't see them in the week because they're busy working so when am I going to see them you know and I thought well the, the all I can do is ask and if the answer is no the answer is no but I've put it out there so I asked and now we're having a you know, a get together. So I feel like it's just putting yourself out there, which can be very overwhelming and scary for some. But, and even for me, who's like super outgoing, loves being around people, even I have my own insecurities around that. And so I think like, it just takes a little bit of practice, but just go for it. And, you know, Esme and I talk a little bit about what it's like when you just meet new people in like real time, if you're at the park and you meet a family or you meet, you know, like, so there's more tips to come on that. Um, And then I guess like my feelings about the move itself and how like all of this has been, has it been for the best? Do I regret it? And I know initially, I think I may have been expressing some doubts about all of this and feeling basically totally overwhelmed. Um, Like I didn't know where anything was. I had nowhere to sit to work. I felt like this crazy sense of I don't know, like I had to get everything done so quick. And I was like, oh my God, calm down, calm down. You know, I felt like I couldn't live up to the Instagram ideal of what your house should look like when you first move in because we're kind of obsessed with these before and afters. And I was like, no, I don't have a team of 12 coming in with uh, no budget, (laughs) you know, to like redo my house. Like it's different. I'm trying to be a present 
parent and a present spouse and live life this summer. I'm also trying to work so I can maintain income and like my business. And then also just trying to be a human being who gets rest, adequate exercise, PS that's not happening and nourishment, you know, and it's a lot to juggle and then trying to move and get established. So I've really lowered my expectations about what things should be looking like right now and really like slow it down girlfriend you know things will happen when they happen we're trying to be really smart about it in terms of budget and use like actual you know cash um and not credit because that's preferred um Actually, P.S. Dean and I just did uh, one of the Patreon exclusive podcast episodes this week talking about finances and relationships. So if you are a member, you can go, you know, catch that episode if you're a patron. P.S. The patron situation is, I think I talk about it in some of the ads, but it's essentially just like a donation, five bucks, seven bucks, something like that. Um, And you get exclusive content. So just a little extra for those that are curious anyway. So we talk a little bit more about that, but you know, you're trying to, trying to juggle all of these things, all of that life stuff. And then like, Oh my God, I want to have the perfect background on Instagram. Well, girlfriend, you cannot have it all pace yourself. So that said though, I love my home. I absolutely love it. I love, you know, when you start getting into like your routines, like I wake up in the morning, I go downstairs, I make coffee. I love my kitchen. There's so much counter space. I don't know what to do with myself. (laughs) There's drawers I'm not even using yet. Like it's wild. Finding my new routines. You know, I get my paper delivered on Saturday. I love to just like sit down and read it. I love that the kids play in the backyard. I love that they're outside most of the day and I have to like get them inside at the end of the day, tired and throw them in the tub. Like I love that. You know, I love that delicious part of life. I love going for walks in my neighborhood with my dog. I love the basement, you know, like it's a finished basement. Does it look how I want it to look yet? No, but we'll get there. You know, everything in due time. It took us years to get totally set up in our other house. And I think it'll be the same here. And I just have to be okay with that, you know? Yeah. So I'm super, I just love it. I just absolutely love it. Every time I see this house and I drive up, there's a part of me that's like, I can't believe this is my house. You know, is it the most beautiful, exquisite home you've ever seen? No, but it's mine. And we worked hard to get this house and I'm so proud of us. And it's like, I didn't have this growing up. It was always someone else's home, whether it was a grandparent or a friend. And it was like, this is mine. This is my little space on earth where I get to, you know, weed my garden and feed my children and have little backyard gatherings. And it is I'm so grateful for it. And just before we jump into the little part with Esme, I will say that one of the most profound changes in my life has been making time for gratitude. There are so many studies around the impact of gratitude and how that can change your life. There are also a lot of studies around money and how sometimes more money causes more problems because of various things. But there's There is a moment where it's like you're making enough money, you know, to do the things you like, to save, to live. And also sometimes you're not in that situation. And so, you know, I've been there too. Um, But there's a time where you just have to go, 
I have all my ambitions. I have all my dreams. I'm going to work towards things, but I'm also going to be really grateful for where I am right now. And I've been taking some time to meditate, not every day, but when I remember, and just to ground myself in this moment and to feel like I'm contributing something to the earth, to the world. I'm getting things back. I'm so grateful for what I have the roof over my head, the food in my belly, the people I surround myself with. I'm grateful for the work I get to do, like to really sit down and like feel that. And it sounds like tree hugger, whatever, but you hug that tree girl, you hug it because you, it's just, it it feels, it feels delicious. I can't, I have no other way to explain it. It feels like that saying where like when you feel the sun from both sides, so warm and delicious and happy and content and it's not that that lasts happiness is not a is it a, is it the, it's not a destination to me it's like it's something that ebbs and flows and there are moments where i feel immense happiness and there's moments where i feel super stressed and ungrateful and angry and those are okay too um it's just working through things right but allowing yourself to feel those moments of joy and you know taking time to feel grateful really helps me with that so all of that to say it's been up it's been down change is hard but this change has been especially good and I'm so excited to see you know what comes from it so thanks for paying attention to this journey it's been really fun and without further ado let's jump into a little chat with my sweet Esme get a lot of questions about things I share on Instagram. Things like my blue blocking glasses I wear when I'm playing on my phone into the evening, or books that I'm using to help educate my kids about their bodies and have the talk. Either way, all of these things are very easy to find on my Amazon shop. If you head to amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Amanda Muse, you will see all my top picks everything I use from my day-to-day life will be there. And also, by starting your Amazon purchases in my shop, you help support the show. So head to amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Amanda Muse, link in show notes. Welcome back to Amanda Muse. So, We've been doing lots of change lately, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Sometimes mom and dads get like caught up in all the things. Yep. And a lot. I know because there's a lot going on. Hey, we've had like a really busy summer so far. Yeah, but I want to sleep in. <laughs> so do I. So maybe we'll just start with, let's go back a few weeks. You were finishing grade two. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. The day after school finished, what did we do? I don't know. We moved. Right. We moved. Remember we were sleeping in the living room on the mattress? Yep. That was funny. That was funny. So how did that all feel? What were you, what are your, what were you thinking? Do you remember how you felt? I felt scared and sad. I mostly felt like that because I knew that Jack was going to have his surgery soon and that really scared me. And I felt like there was a lot going on and that I was supposed to do something. And I didn't feel like that my brother was going to be okay. That was pretty scary, wasn't it? Are you okay? Getting a little emotional? 
I know that was scary actually. So for those that didn't know, Jack had some surgery. So he had his tonsils and his adenoids removed and it was a little bit stressful, wasn't it? Yeah. Cause he's got to go under anesthetic and oh my God, that was rough and recovery. I went to the hospital to get him and he was hooked onto an IV. Mm-hmm. The best part is he actually didn't seem too bothered by that, did he? What did we call it? His robot? Yeah. <laughs> and he was just and he wasn't wearing a shirt and his um Make sure you talk into Okay. The mic. Yeah. And his um um pants were falling down and um he was like, um, let's bring my robot and so we unplugged it and um we're going um to the playroom. He was quite cute. So it's really cool, like in, I mean, we haven't had to spend a lot of time in hospitals for kids, but they have like a whole room with toys, all different age kind of toys. And the way they put on his IV was like very much that he wouldn't kind of rip it out. Like it had like a piece of wood or something styrofoam underneath. And then it, I mean, that doesn't sound very cozy, but it wrapped around his hand nicely so he could have that and then hold on to his robot, as he called it. And, uh and play around and of course the pajamas that they gave him were a little bit stretched out in the booty so he had a little plumber butt <laughs> and he wasn't wearing a shirt i'm not exactly sure why i think it's because it's really hot it was hot wasn't it and i went to the hospital it was really hot he did pretty good though he did like I, and we bought him a little stuffy and it was the flash and we also got him a gun Oh, yeah. He loves his Nerf guns right now. It's very much like superheroes and Nerf guns, right? Jack doesn't seem very bothered by the surgery. Like, he's fine. He's been playing around, being silly. It was just at night. Oh, yeah. Like, the first couple nights, I was barely sleeping because I was scared. And I heard Jack crying. And I barely got any sleep because you guys had to wake up at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. Give Jack his medicine, sleep till six. I was hungry, didn't know how to make food. I was bored. I didn't want to wake up you guys. Nora didn't do anything. Nora wouldn't even eat a bone. Nora, you don't know how to make toast, do you? Brutal. Yeah, that was, I can't believe you remember the time. It's true. The 2 a.m. So we would try, it was kind of wild. So we would try to stay awake. 2 a.m., sleep till six. Then mommy would fall back asleep till 10, but you were staying awake? Is that what was happening? Yeah. Holy I'd smokes. be awake all the time. I'd just like snoop around the house, try on clothes, <laughs> not brush my teeth. Priorities when you're seven. And I would mostly be watching my iPad for about half an hour, 20 minutes. Thanks, Apple, for making iPads that my kids can use. That's great. Thank you so much. Then moms can sleep. So, yes. So, basically, the night times were really tough because when... So, we moved into this house. I think it was, like, June 28. Yeah. And Jack's surgery was July 2nd. Mm -hmm. So, we didn't, like, have your bedroom set up. So, we were just sleeping on mattresses in mom's room. Yeah. Right? And then... I don't... Wait. I never remembered... When and how and why you got the bed um, frame set up. It, like, I came home and the bed frame was set up and I didn't know, like, what happened. Oh, well, dad was like, 
I want my bed back and I'd like to have kids out of my bedroom because we've got this beautiful house where everybody has space for a bedroom. And, and why nobody does had Nora, their beds. Why doesn't Nora have a bedroom? Nora is licking my foot and it's gross because I put lotion on. But <laughs> she <laughs> she sleeps wherever mummy sleeps. Did you not notice that? Sleep on the ground. If I'm sitting on a chair, she's under the chair. If I'm standing in the shower, she's outside the bathroom or she's in the bathroom. God, stop licking me. And then... <laughs> oh my God, Nora. <laughs> and right now, she looks like the end of a of a mop because she requires no, she, a haircut. She looks like a um a mop, a bottom of a mop that mm-hmm. has ten thousand pieces of dust. And yeah, like that's really been burnt. used. Yeah, yeah, and got like oh burnt God, in a fire. Me. What? So Whoa. it's black. <laughs> Stop licking me. But she needs a haircut real bad. She's going on Tuesday. She's going to look like a little squirrel. I love you, Nora. I love you. She's going to look like a chunky squirrel when we get her out of there. Okay, she back to the move. Squirrel. Back to the move. So, yes. So then we got your bedroom set up. And I have to say that it has been very special to see you enjoy your room so much. Like you have a door you can close. And no one's allowed in unless they knock. Right? Yeah, and my only rule is to Jack, if he's naked, he's not allowed in my room. If there's um, pants on, he's not allowed in my room. If he's wearing shoes, he's not allowed in my room. And that's the funniest one, because if he's wearing shoes, and he walks into my room, and I yell at him and say, you can't be in my room with shoes on. He goes outside, takes off his shoes, throws them down, Mm-hmm. And comes back. Well, I mean, he's following the rules. <laughs> That's not how you do it. Well, he's trying. I don't follow his rules. No kidding. Oh, I'm, I'm trying really, really hard to get Nora to walk in my room. And then I shut the door. And she's locked in. She can't put her hand up and reach the doorknob. So she's stuck in my room. Why are you doing that? So I get Nora to myself. <laughs> but then Jack, you, a dad, walks up, opens the door, talks to me, and leaves it open. And then she leaves. It's bad. Okay, well, now that I know, I will close the door after I leave. I thought I was pretty good about that. Not no, really. You're not. Sorry. And uh-huh. it's kind of weird. I used to share a room with Jack. Mm-hmm. And there was two beds, mm-hmm. and it was a smaller room than the one I have now. And we had a closet that was probably as tall as you, mm-hmm. and as wide as Nora. <laughs> so basically, not that wide. Yeah. And yeah, because in older homes, they didn't make closets like they do now. They didn't have as much stuff as we do now. Yeah, and. That's a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. And now, it doesn't really matter if Jack snores or not because I'm not in the same room as him. I know. Well, you know what's amazing is like before we moved, you were getting a little frustrated because you desperately wanted to be sleeping in your own room. Yes. But like you weren't comfortable in that bed. It just wasn't. Yeah. Then, of course, a few weeks before we moved. The bed kept hurting me. Right. I I was trying to like sleep in it, but... Every day, I'd stub my toe on it, mm. or and it didn't really work. Like the 
sides that open up to put your clothes in. Mm -hmm. It was a much, much smaller room. So what's amazing is you go to bed in your bed every night and you wake up in your bed every morning. Like you're done. You're in your own room. I don't go in that room. No. I forbid myself. High five, dude. You did it. And I, wait, wait, wait. I do it again. (laughs) Nice. She got the mic nice up and close. Yeah. So anyway, Um, I'm really proud of you for that. So that's awesome. So that's been a big change for you. How has it been like for you? Mm. We've been talking about for me, but how has it been like for you? Just because I'm the child doesn't mean everything evolves around me. Right. To be honest, I'm super happy in this house. I love it. I love the space. And I'm trying to teach Jack how to use a bow and arrow. Oh yeah, that's today's adventures. People are probably seeing that seeing that on Instagram already. Where, you know, your your dad's name is Dean, and he's Adventure Man. So yeah, no, his name is not Dean. It is Adventure Lad. Adventure Dad. No, so Adventure he, Lad. Adventure Lad, <laughs> like Lad. Yeah. Adventure Lad. <laughs> Today with Adventure Lad. <laughs> We're shooting bows and arrows. It was like three accents in one. Okay, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you asked me, though, how do I feel about this place? Yeah. No, like, Jack, we move in. Jack having mm. a surgery, sleeping on the ground, getting Nora a haircut. Here's the thing. Sometimes life is trickier than others. Like, there's hard things you have to do. But what I've learned in my 35 years is that you can't stop the hard things from happening. You just have to do them. So like... I'm a Barbie girl. No. Let's singing. <laughs> I'm not Barbie. I'm, I'm better than Barbie. Are you kidding me? I hate Barbie. Um, so to answer your question, Esme, because you asked me a question. Are you listening to the answer? No. It was hard, but we're doing it. And I just think that every day I like to celebrate little little successes. So I don't know if you knew this, but to one... To make this podcast funner... Um, you could stop talking while I'm talking. That'd be great. Nah. I got to tell you something. One of my secret goals this summer was to find you some friends. Did it work? You've made like so I many new made friends. Three friends. Four, actually. Two girls and two boys. That's right. And they don't and they don't even know each other. Well, I think well, they will though cuz I'm sure we'll all get together. And they live like their neighbors walking distance. Yeah. And guess what? Mm-hmm. Three of them live on the same street. Oh my God, yeah. We have some neighbors close by where they, well, we'll, we'll like, we won't say their names. Should we say their names? I don't know, for privacy. Anyway. No one knows. That's true. So there's a boy named Jude who's your age. No, he's, yeah, going to grade three like you. But he's eight. Yeah. You'll be eight this year as well. And then, then there's Ezra. And he is six. six. So. He's going into grade one. Jackie's going into SK. You guys are having the time of your lives this summer. Yeah, Everyone's playing. And then there's a works girl for named Scarlett, and she lives on the same street as Jude and Ezra. Yeah. And Jude and Ezra are brothers. Yes. And, and then there's Scarlett, who's a one year older than you, right? Yeah. She's, she's going eight. into grade four, and then she has a little brother who's so cute. Oh, yeah. He's like three. Oh, and then there's um, a little girl named. Is it Avery? No. Oh, which one? That little girl. I haven't met her. Park? Her name Oh, yeah. Oh, she was cute, Zara. Zara. But that's not really like a new friend, but we like to... It's my friend. If we see her again... She's cute. Well, 
don't know if you knew this, but uh, Ezra, Ezra, Esme and Mummy are just slightly extroverted. So we like to basically collect people and make friends. Yes. I love making new friends. What's been really cool is that both sets of parents of the boys and then the girl and the boy are awesome. Like, yeah, I want to be friends with, I am friends with them now too. So it's like, you've made some new friends. And I've made some new friends. Scarlett's mom and dad. Her dad yeah. is a tattoo artist. That's pretty cool. And and her mom is a jewelry, jewelry designer. Jewelry designer. Yeah, way cool. And then the other one's mom is an artist. Like artist. Yeah. Artist. So there's. I love me some creative folk. So yeah, it's been really, it's been really neat to put yourself out there make new friends you know a lot of people ask me like grown-ups and they say how do you make friends how do you make friends Esme what are some of your tips when you meet someone new what do you do you can't do it you can't do it when it's just you you gotta have a mom that can make easy friends or (laughs) gotta be me because I'm really nice you are really nice (laughs) so what do you do so you meet someone new you're like hey what up what up, yo? And then what do you do? If you're like, hey, do you go, hey, my name's Esme. How's it going? Like, what do you say? Um, If there's like some, like, you most would do when you got an opportunity. Like if someone's hurt and then like, there's a bully, you say, hey, stop. Mm-hmm. And then the bully walks away. Okay. And then you say, are you okay? And they can say, yes. And you can say, my name and then you could say... Your name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could say, my name's Esme. <laughs> How's it going? You got an accent all of a sudden. They're like, what the heck? <laughs> we were just talking normal five seconds ago. You're like, I got two personalities. Oh, maybe three. Um, so. <laughs> okay, no. But for real. So you meet Scarlett at the park. And then... Um, and what did you do? So you walked up to her. I said, hi. And, she, and I said, my name's Esme. What's your name? And she said, Scarlett. Um, and then... We were talking a lot because we love to talk. Mm-hmm. So she lives on the street that is right next to mine. And it's really cool. So then you kind of realize, hey, okay, so then and tips then, for moms and dads, pause that for a second, is that we went to a park that's walkable. So naturally people that are at this park most likely live in the area, right? So you walk to a park that's public. Then and she was... Um, but Biking. I should tell them the, se- the the little thing that it was like, there's a word called serendipity, which means, I don't exactly know what it means, but it's like events that happened that were meant to be kind of thing. So we are at the park. We're playing. Nobody's at the park. We see this park in the distance and we're like, oh, should we go to that one? All right, fine. So we start walking away. As we're walking away, this family, mom, dad, two kids start biking towards the park and we kind of look at each other and I'm like, hey, that girl's about your age, Esme. And you're like let's go back. So we literally turned around, walked back, and lo and behold, a lovely family with cool kids, and you guys made friends. Yeah. Wait. So sometimes you've got to like be in the situation, right? To be like, I got to go say hi to that person. Like if you don't say hi, if you hadn't said hello and introduced yourself, you probably wouldn't have made a new friend. Yeah. So you start talking. Blah, 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 blah. And then you realize, cool, we're about the same age. Then you play a little bit, have a couple laughs, and then you know what happens? Meanwhile, your mom over in the corner 
She's chatting up the parents. And I'm I go, a YouTuber. My name oh God. is Amanda. And I'm the coolest girl in the world. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. No. <laughs> I walk up to them and I'm like, hey, it's cool. I said, how old is your kids? And then we start talking. And I'm like, oh, we just moved to the neighborhood. Can you get her number? I yep. don't know what her number is. So then but... I go like this. I go, hey, you know, I should grab your number. Our kids could have a play date. And you know what the answer usually is? Sure. And then you exchange numbers and the rest is history. And then you get to talking and you realize, I kind of like these people. We should hang out. And we made up a team. We are a dance team. And do you know what our team is? What's your team? Smile Sisters. Yeah, you're both very smiley. And I don't smile, but I do. But (laughs) I make other people smile. But she makes me smile. And um, I said, and when she came to my house, I said, why are you wearing mismatched socks? And she was like, honey, you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought those were your socks. And I threw them in the gr- in the basement for laundry. And she was like, um, where's my socks? Okay. So. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so you've made some new friends. You've had some big changes. <laughs> You seem to be really, we've been enjoying this house. We've been watching some Queer Eye at night. Oh, and Anthony is like the best. Oh, we love Anthony. And Jonathan. <laughs> oh, I love Jonathan. <laughs> I love that. You remember we're watching the show what and very it? casually Jack looks over at me and he's like, Mom, I really want Jonathan to come to my birthday. And I'm like, dude, me too. <laughs> me too. Oh, and I want Jonathan to come. To, I want Anthony I want Jonathan to be locked up in my room and it makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. And I want Anthony to be locked up in my kitchen. I know. Make me some food, Anthony. <laughs> It'd be delicious. Um, Lock up his feet. Oh, you know what stove. else we've done this summer? So we set up your room. Jack's got his room. Everybody's sleeping in their own beds. I'm a little bit lonely at times, but it's working but, out because I have Nora. No, Jack only sleeps in his bed for six hours. You know what? It's longer than he's ever done before. So mama takes How a win where she finds him. He does it zero hours. He's he's like two years younger than you. So he gets a little bit scared. Oh, yeah. You found joy in your new room. You and your brother have got friends. It's super awesome. Oh, P.S. I love our deck. We have this covered deck. It It doesn't get so hot. I sit out there all the time. I love it. I can go in my brother's room, open the window, go on to the roof. Don't do that. But I love to. Did you do that yesterday? No. Okay, good. I was like, oh my God, please don't do that when people are over. Oh, so the only other thing we need to talk about, and I know it's not your favorite subject, is we really got to talk about the school situation. Listen, I've been talking to a lot of people, okay? A lot of people. And here's the thing. If you were to switch schools, okay, which I think we might have to, just listen, just listen, just wait. We, I didn't do anything yet. We're just talking, okay? Because the viewers, the listeners, they want to know. So if you were to change schools, here's what, if we think big, 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 big picture, okay? Right now you're seven. You're this little squishy muffin. You're going to be eight, nine. Oh my God, you get so big, my hand can't even, ah, you're huge, right? I can't. If you go to school right now in this area, you make friends with all your people that live in the area. You have after school adventure dates with people that live in the area, okay? Because they live two houses down. Then, just wait, just wait. Then you go to high school with all the friends that live in this area, okay? If you stay at your old school, Yes, you get to see your old friends, but P.S., they can come by for play dates, right? 
If you stay at your old school, you have to get up like 45 minutes early because it's a long drive, right? You don't get to have any after school fun because everybody lives on the other side of town. So there's no more like after school play dates like you're used to. Every day last year you had friends over pretty much, right? So it changes life significantly. And then when you start high school, you're not going to know very many people because everybody in this area went to school in this area and they go to high school in this area. So I think that we need to talk about what that looks like. Tell me what you're feeling because you're looking a little sad over there. Tell me the truth. I can handle it. You don't want to change schools. Makes you very sad. What What is it? Oh, Nora's getting mad at me. She's growling. What What is it that makes you sad? Okay, if I can't please with Nate's friends because we're probably not gonna be here when I'm a teenager and and what are you growling about? And if I go to the other school, I don't get to see my my old friends at all. But my, you've already seen them this summer. Mom has set up a play date. One play date. We need more, is what you're saying. Well, you don't have summer camp. This is the trick. We've had a lot of summer camp this this year. So this week you're off. We got to set up some play dates. The biggest part that makes you sad is like you think you're not going to see your old friends. At all, because if I go to the other school, it doesn't matter if I go to which school because I won't get to have play dates with my old friends at all. But what about the potential of play dates with new friends? Just think, you made friends with Scarlett. I've never seen you so happy, smiling, giggling, and she lives right around the corner. Now, what if you do that times like five more people in your class? But I don't want to go to a new school. Because? I like my old school. I know everyone there. Okay. I hear you. It's a hard subject, isn't it? Change is really hard. So basically... We'll talk more about it. I mean, it could be interesting. You could tour a new school. There's even like, you could walk to school. Boop-a-doop-a-doop. Walk your butt to school. Also, you want to hear something I heard the other day? So there's a lady that lives down the road. We're actually going to a barbecue at her house, I'm pretty sure, coming up. Anyway. When? In like two weeks or something. Anyhow. Why? They invited us. It's very nice. See you. Just don't worry about it. I'll bring you there. But they've got kids about your age and they also have a teenager. And you know what happens with the teenager? She goes to high school one block away. And you know what she does at lunchtime? What? She brings her friends home for lunch. Doesn't that sound cool? So because she goes to a school close by, she can just come home for lunch and have like snacks at home. How long is lunch? Probably an hour. How fun is that? You want to go to my house, have lunch? Mom's like, because I work from home. You'd be like, mom, I'm going to bring my friends home for lunch today. Cool. I'll make pizza or I'll whatever, you know, and all of a sudden you're having this awesome lunch with your friends and then you get to go back to school. Like, doesn't that sound kind of cool? No. It does a little. But I see a little twinkle in your eye. But I'm, but I'm, but I'm seven. Yes. And I'll be 16. You, I think you go to high school when you're, how old are you? So you got four, five, six. Seven. I think grade seven is high school, isn't it? No, seven's middle school. What grade are you going into right now? Three. Three, three, four, five, six. You got four more years of that and then high school. So no, because um, you because in please in school, mm-hmm. like little because we're in Ontario, primary school primary, is to like grade six, I think. Yeah. And then it, and then middle school. So yeah. it's usually seven, eight. Uh-huh. And then high school, nine, ten, eleven, 
12? 12. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk more about this, but... Someone <laughs> sent you something. Oh, yeah. Who is it? I think it? it's your friends saying, hey, can we get together? Like, literally, my life right now, now is organizing Esme's social life. Uh, can I do a mic drop? All right. Ezra... <laughs> Ezra keeps shouting for Jack. Not sure if I could call off if I should call off the dog. That's hilarious. You're gonna go see your friends. Yeah. I'll Listen, thanks for chatting. Can I do a mic drop you may first? do your mic drop now. <laughs> so long, friend. Okay. I'm do it again. No, that's enough of my poor. Hit the trail. Thanks. Bye. bye. And that's it, guys. I thank you so much for listening to this episode today. I hope it, you know, brought you in a little bit to hear what change has been like for us and some of the tips and tricks we've been using to adapt to our new surroundings and this new move. And uh, that's it for now. And I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Did you know that I also make YouTube videos? I have been a content creator on YouTube since 2012. That is seven years, friends. Seven years of videos of my face and other things are on the internet, which is kind of awesome. If you found me through this podcast, thanks for being here. I appreciate the support. And if you want a little bit more, head over to youtube.com forward slash Amanda Muse and subscribe. I put videos out twice a week. Mondays and Thursdays from a range of topics from rant videos about how I was shamed for self-care to relationship videos about my husband and I being in an age gap relationship to vlogs travel experiences it's all there head to youtube.com forward slash Amanda Muse and subscribe